And that's what I want to get through to everybody here. Uh, as we go into the NPR break, just know these things happen. Ain't nobody jumping off on bridges. <laughs> Ain't nobody doing all that crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are ways to get around these things, man. Life ain't over. You know, there's always a way. There's always a way. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Live life. Right. Do life. You ain't the first one. You ain't gonna be the last one, Jack. And somebody's always got it worse than you. Yeah, man. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least that's what the old folks used to tell me. That's right. That's right. You have not gone through anything that somebody didn't go through yeah. before you. Like the Shangri called and said, we don't know poverty. He's right about that. There's yeah. some cities that's got it worse than yeah. us. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. You know, I just want people to understand. That's why I play this song. I want people to understand this thing's happening. Yeah. But go on to the next one. Right? Going to the next NPR News in Washington. I'm Luis Schiavone. Israel's military has ordered Palestinians to evacuate another swath of territory in the central Gaza Strip. The United Nations says about 61,000 Palestinians have been sheltering in that area. In Israel, where communal farms were hard hit by the brutal October 7th Hamas attack that left 1,200 people dead, volunteers are stepping in to revive what remains. NPR Scott Newman has details. Close to kibbutz near Oz, just a few miles from the scene of heavy fighting in Gaza, about 20 volunteers from around the world are helping with the daily milking of about 600 cows. The farm was abandoned after the Hamas attacks 11 weeks ago. Among those pitching in is 23-year-old Florida resident Gabriel Leff. I'm young, I have the free time, I'm able-bodied, so I, I felt interested in doing my part. Kibbutz near Oz and others like it were devastated in attacks that killed 1,200 people. Israel responded with an air and ground assault on Gaza that has killed more than 20,000 people. Scott Newman, NPR News, near Oz, Israel. Lawyers for former President Donald Trump late last night filed a brief in federal appellate court that Trump was acting within his role as president when he pursued claims about allegedly fraud and irregularity in the 2020 election. They further argue, quote, the historic fallout from the case is tremendous. Trump has been indicted four times in both state and federal court. The Supreme Court last week declined to decide whether Trump is immune from prosecution for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election results, leaving the case for a lower court to decide. The U.S. Central Command says a Navy destroyer, the USS Lagoon, has shot down four drones in the Red Sea, launched from areas of Yemen controlled by the Iran-backed Houthi rebels. Writing on X, it said that shortly afterwards, a Gabon-owned Indian-flagged crude oil tanker was hit by a drone. The BBC's Anbarasan Etherajan has more details. What's happening in the Red Sea in the past 48 hours has really shaken the commercial shipping operations. Now, the U.S. Central Command has issued the latest update uh, listing out the number of attempts made on tankers and other commercial ships passing through the Red Sea. They say two anti-ship ballistic missiles were fired by the Houthi rebels from Yemen and they are regarded as the proxies of uh, Iran. None of the ships were damaged and again four drones were shot down by a U.S. warship. The BBC's Anbaris on Etherajan reporting. At several sites in Europe, churches and Christmas markets Markets are under increased security amid concerns about potential terrorist activity. In Germany's Cologne Cathedral, sightseeing visits are not permitted, and those attending mass will be screened. This is NPR. Police in Ocala, Florida, are looking for a gunman that witnesses say was dressed in black as he opened fire at the Paddock Mall. One man was killed, one woman was injured before the shooter fled. Authorities say the gunman did leave a weapon at the scene. An original member of the group founded as the Dixie Chicks has died. Laura Lynch was 65 years old. She was the bassist and for a brief time the group's lead singer. As NPR's Chloe Veltman reports, she was killed in a head-on crash 
near El Paso, Texas. The Texas Department of Public Safety confirmed Laura Lynch's death in a statement to NPR. The musician who played bass and sang with the influential all-women country music band in their early years was traveling eastbound on US 62, according to the statement, when her car was struck head-on by another vehicle. She was pronounced deceased on scene by a justice of the peace. The other driver was transported to a nearby hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The chicks shared a statement on social media, expressing shock and sadness at the news. Quote, Laura was a bright light. Her infectious energy and humor gave a spark to the early days of our band. The Department of Safety said the investigation is ongoing. Chloe Veltman, NPR News. The American Automobile Association forecasts 115 million people in the U.S. will travel 50 miles or more away from home between now and New Year's Day. AAA said that as of Friday, the national average for a price of self-serve regular gas was 3.13 a gallon. So far, wide stretches of mild weather have made air travel relatively smooth. I'm Louise Schiavone, NPR News, Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, recognizing exceptionally creative individuals. This year's MacArthur Fellows and more information are at macfound.org. This is NPR. WMNF Tampa. If you love classic soul, R&B, Caribbean, gospel, hip-hop, or house music, And if you love podcasting and exclusive interviews, if you love urban culture and urban music, then you will really love the Urban Cafe channel. You can find it here on HD2 if you have an HD2 radio, or you can go to WMNF.org and download our mobile app so that you can listen to it all the time. WMNF and Living Mirror Playback Theater will host a monthly community talkback and improv show live here in the WMNF studios, 7 p.m. on the fourth Friday of every month. The event will be based on our monthly mission calendar, covering topics such as economic justice, environmental issues, and more. We invite community activists and interested listeners to come and share their thoughts and experiences. Then Living Mirror will play back those stories using improv techniques. It'll be a compelling evening of community sharing and improv theater, but space in our studio is limited. So go online to wmf.org backslash events to reserve your seat. WMNF remains fiercely independent because of listener support for over 44 years. Local newspapers are disappearing. Big corporations use algorithms to determine which music you hear, and information is siloed around the Internet. If you find the breadth of perspectives and supporting independent artists valuable, remember WMNF as you make your end-of-year charitable giving at WMNF.org. For tax purposes, you should know that WMNF is a 501c3. Our community is stronger, smarter, and more compassionate because WMNF is where music, news, and culture collides. Wishing you a happy and healthy holiday season. tuned to the Sunday Forum here on Christmas Eve with Walter L. Smith II. We're taking your telephone calls 813-239-9663 or you can write us dj at wmnf.org Welcome back. This is your host Walter L. Smith II, the voice of the Tampa Bay area right here on the Sunday Forum. Call in 813-239-9663 Tell us Merry Christmas please. But this, for now, is the sound of the late, great, Sonny Fortune in Georgiana.
yes, yes. Those are the sounds of Sonny Fortune, the late, great Sonny Fortune, jazz legend, uh, one of the greatest to ever do it. And the song Georgiana. You gotta check it out, folks. If you've never heard Sonny Fortune, um, this is something that you want to listen to, especially over the holidays. I recommend it. I recommend it. Uh, cuddle up with a loved one. She with your kids, even, man. Just, just chill out and, and listen to it. Just listen to it. Mm. Right? When Billy was like, yo, <laughs> you're like, you in a different world. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. This is nostalgic. If my mom is listening, she, my mom turned, my mother turned me on to Sunny Fortune when I was yeah. a kid, right? My parents turned me on to so much good music, man, growing up. And this is just one of them, man. So I want to share what I grew up with with each and every one of you. Um, we got a call. Let's go to the calls real quick. Call it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I was hoping you guys would be talking a little bit about the uh, proposed curfew that the uh, city council uh, had the first reading this past Thursday. I don't know if you heard about it, but I'll just be real quick. Um, they're proposing a uh, curfew on 16-year-olds after 11 and 12, 11 o'clock on weekdays, 12 o'clock on Saturdays, in response to the Ebor shooting. And I found it kind of confusing that they respond to a, a shooting by a uh, blanket curfew on 16-year-olds. And that just, as you will know, as you both know, that opens up a Pandora's box for... Uh, Cops stopping 16-year-olds just mm. randomly, right. <laughs> or people, right. people randomly, and, you know, people of color ran more randomly um, to just ask if, you know, what are they doing outside, and, you know, so I was hoping you guys might might have a little bit of discussion about that, and I'll, uh, I'll get off the phone and listen to what you have to say about it. Okay. Hey, thank you. I appreciate your, your calling in about it. Um, hey, this is the Sunday Forum after all, right? Uh let me tell you, I, I was there when they mentioned it, uh, and they had not gotten into the reading by the time, but before I left, I was there for a different situation. Um, I have had some talks with some folks about this issue in the community, and and the and of course, the concern is what you just mentioned. Uh, there is a concern that there will be a stopping of sixteen-year-olds or. Of, of youth, of black youth especially, um, and anybody that's that's partying, but especially black folks that are partying and going down in the Ebor City. That is a concern. Yeah. Um, teenagers do work. They do have jobs. They, do. <laughs> they go beyond curfew time. They do. They do. And um, it's interesting that you say that. I am interested to see exactly what is going to happen at this particular point. I think that more than that, more than that, I think that is something that we need to be mindful of and that we need to make certain that we are letting our police force and our elected officials uh, know that we are mindful of it, that we're watching, and that, that any any... Uh, anything that goes wrong with this type of thing, we're going to call it. But but more than that, we're letting them know ahead of time to preempt it in order to say, listen, these things, this type of behavior is not going to be accepted. It, 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 we don't want to see, that. as a result of this, we don't want to see any dead bodies. Yeah. And that that is what, that is a fear there's a fear that uh, a lot of parents have. Well, it brings me to the question, like, Elijah McClain, mm -hmm. the uh, young black man who was just walking home in 2019 from the store, just like Trayvon Martin was in Florida and Orlando, and he was just walking home from the store, and somebody who thought he had a little bit of power and had a gun decided he was going to take it upon himself to stop him and question him. What are you doing in this neighborhood? What are you doing out? Where are your papers? And all of this kind of stuff. And, right. and then, you know, these are not people who are engaged in any crime that you are investigating. You're just stopping them and stop and frisk. Uh, 
basically gone wild. And in the case of Elijah McClain in Denver, Colorado, back in 2019, he was walking home and police decided to manhandle him. And then when he couldn't breathe and they didn't listen, they decided to call the paramedics who came and did their own crime by shooting him up with ketamine. <laughs> and yeah, not care about the doses. You got to be careful with dosages when you're doing this. So it was not the police. Up. Not the police. It was not the police. It was the paramedics. Yeah. Now you got to watch out for both of them. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to look out for both of them, Jack. So you're under a curfew and you're, you're 16. Uh, you look like you're 16. You can be stopped. I know some 23-year-olds who look like they're 16 and can be stopped and questioned. Yeah. And what if they have a bad heart? What if they have a heart murmur? Right. And you, the cop, don't know about it. And you overexcite them because they think they're in trouble. They think they're about to go to jail. And you end up, like McLean, having to call paramedics. And then they come and do something even worse. So, right. you know, a innocent situation has gotten deadly. Because, you know, our city council wants to have a quick fix. The right. Great American Quick Fix. That doesn't solve any problems. You're not getting to the root of the problem. A at gun all. can go off at any time of day or night. You at know, a curfew is no not going to stop that. Right. We ain't got no name. ain't got no, no time of curfew. You're right. Uh, so, yeah, thank you very much for bringing that to our attention uh, and bringing that up to us this morning. Um, I'm sure we would have, I, mean, I know for a fact we would have definitely had a discussion about it. Um, but I think that I think we need to make certain that as a community, we are watching very carefully these things as they unfold, but we need to make sure that we are proactive about these things. That in order to keep our babies safe, I say our babies, but to keep our children safe, we gotta keep our children safe. And so that means policing, if you will, um, policing the police. Yeah. Got to. Right. You can't trust them all. Yeah, that's right. And the, the thin blue line or the thick blue line doesn't help them police themselves. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, we still have a lot of work to do. And don't think because it's been silent all this time that we didn't forget. Or the, or the, you know, that we forgot about what you know what's happened. We can't forget what's happened. Right? Um, so... Thank you again, brother. We appreciate you bringing it to to our um, to our attention, and um, let's. I urge you and everyone else to please look out um, for our children. Um, let's. Who's next? We have more calls, and right. the number is eight one three two three nine nine six six three. David Austin wrote us and said, "Merry Christmas," and he also sent a sample of music from Tequila Mockenberg. <laughs> Back to the telephone lines here on Christmas Eve on Sunday Forum. Go ahead, caller. You're on the line. Well, you know, people are saying that your show is the greatest Christmas gift that could be received year-round. So <laughs> are you going to package it for us, man? I think you guys have got the packaging, and <laughs> you keep on un unwrapping, and the more you unwrap, the more gift you get. <laughs> now, I just wanted to clear up. I just found out... That Lord Mabili has a second show on WMNF. Yes. I've never heard about that before. Could you please give the the listeners a heads up on that if they don't know about it? Oh, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. That's um, a new public affairs show on Mondays at noon. Every Monday at noon, except I won't be here tomorrow because tomorrow's Christmas and it's going to be taken over by It's the Music. Yeah, you know, I, I was I, I hardly ever listen after about ten AM and I'm driving around and I'm hearing this voice and I'm like, Uh oh, I've consumed too much cannabis. It's not, <laughs> it's not Sunday morning and I'm hearing Lord Mabili. But where's Walter? And then I'm like, This is not a replay of Sunday Forum, this is a new show. How could you have Christmas? Yeah. And you were killing it on that show. Uh you were you were rapping about a whole lot of deep stuff, and I didn't hear if any callers called in and even understood the truth you were spitting out. <laughs> they really do, man. You know, you know, Mobili kicks facts, man. When he, when when Mobili starts kicking the education, 
They got to get ready, man. They got to yeah, get both, ready. Both of you guys are like, um, like if there was allowed in Florida, honest college courses on African-American history, <laughs> uh, deconstructing capitalism, uh, racism, et cetera, then you guys could be the, the dean and the entire president of the school. But real quick, <laughs> other than, you know, season's greetings and thanks for making, uh, you know, Florida better and our years better. Did you see the wonderful uh, Grinch-like uh, Florida government this week turned down hundreds of millions of dollars to help reduce carbon emissions and nice. to top it off to show their true spirit of Christmas and their love of children. They turned down hundreds of millions of dollars for the summer EBT program that helps disadvantaged children not starve when school's out. Yeah. But they took in $365 million of what? Was $365 million? Yeah, if, I think for the for the reduction of emissions, it was $320 million. And who knows how many millions they've turned down to help poor children. But you know, they're all pro-life and et cetera. <laughs> but that's why it's great that there are, you know, progressives who have the spirit of generosity. And, you know, I bought a bunch of protein bars and have been, when I've seen people that are... Um, Watch out for them protein bars, man. Yeah, baby, protein bars. And when I see unhoused people or just a clerk at a store, because you know how people push on the clerks and they're all entitled and hurry up and all that. And I just say, if you're allowed to take this, here's a gift. My mailman, he said that 25 years ago, people used to give him tips at Christmas all the time, and now nobody does. Can't afford it. Yeah, yeah, they can't afford it. <laughs> but hey, thank you for everything. I'm looking for, you know, 2024 is going to be a year that decides our democracy, so let's keep it up. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for all the great music. Thanks for all the, and those beautiful voices. You know, I mean, when you hear those voices coming through, I, I mean, I can't sometimes think you guys might be Earth, Wind, and Fire, the <laughs> reincarnation of not Maurice or Philip, but some of them. <laughs> I like that. Man. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll definitely take, take that. Take care. Appreciate you. You too. Merry Christmas right. to you. Happy New Year. <laughs> 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 all right. Yeah. So I'm celebrating. My Billy and I are celebrating our Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> by eating what the black and white cookies. Yeah, and tan and white. Uh, well, tan and black. Man. <laughs> I yeah. see it all. I see yeah. three colors. You see, okay, okay. All right. You see them all. <laughs> I got the tan part. I got you. I got you. On the backhand back side of it. Yeah, on the backhand side. Right, backhand side. <laughs> so. The reason that we're eating the black and white cookies is in celebration <laughs> because we said we're going to give white folks a break. Real <laughs> hard on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to call a truce today. <laughs> so we're eating black and white cookies. <laughs> that's, our, that's our racist joke for the day. <laughs> No, it's just jokes. It's just jokes. Oh, uh, no, we um, we we we're eating them because of unity, man. We're eating them because of unity. That's we're right. Calling unity. Um, and, and we're listening to Herbie Hancock in the background. Right? Yes, yes, the sounds <laughs> of Herbie Hancock. Yes, anything with Herbie Hancock. When Billy was like, man, we were saying, we were saying, well, we're gonna play Herbie Hancock, right? Well, what are we gonna play? Anything with Herbie Hancock. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. And this right here is what what is this one? This is his version of I'll Be Home for Christmas. Yes, I'll Be Home for Christmas by Herbie Hancock. Come on, guys. Who isn't gonna like this? Right? <laughs> um so Herbie Hancock, I'll be home for Christmas. Um let's go to the let's go to the lines. All right. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three. Go ahead, Carla. You're on the Sunday forum for Christmas Eve. Well, yeah, I'm calling to wish you guys a happy holiday. Hey, man, saying to you, brother, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, I'm hanging in your walk. You know what it is. What's it's up? hard to keep a good man down, but he got to keep getting up, you know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> so That's right. We just keep getting up, putting one before the other one, and looking for some positivity. I was listening to that the other day. Uh, who made that? Uh, Brainstorm. Yeah. I don't know if you know about them, but they got a song called Positivity. Positivity, so like, yeah. 
it, 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 don't get me confused because it could be brass construction. Right, right. Yeah. What you know about that brass? <laughs> man, what you know about brass construction? Man, what you talking about? Come on, man. Brass construction will make you your booty meat jumping if you don't want to jump. What you talking about? <laughs> brass construction and, and, and mandrill. Yeah. Yeah, man. But you, you, you mentioned something that uh, sparked my nerve there. You say, Rams and Lewis, you shouldn't have said that, man. <laughs> when I when I left home, I went to Washington, D.C., and I grew up there. I mean, I matured. And the first place I went, the first year I was there was a park called Fort DuPont Park. Yes. It's a big amphitheater like the one we got over here on the side of 75, only it's free to the public. And all the concerts be free. I don't know if it is today, but when I went, it was a beautiful thing. It was like 99.5% African-Americans or American Africans, whatever you want to call us, and Ramsey Lewis was performing Sun Goddess. Oh, man, man, I felt so good. I still can remember that. I just laid back and blew one. And, oh, yeah. man. He was playing Sun Goddess? There were so many people. What, now? Yeah, he played Sun yes. Goddess. And uh, it was uh, Stacy Stacy Lattisaw was there. Oh, not Stacy Lattisaw. Yeah, Stacy Lattisaw performed. I had told y'all before it was Tina Marie. I had saw her. But it was not Tina Marie. I used to get the two confused all the time. Well, but it was actually called Stacey Lattisall. It's from uh, Maryland or D.C. up there. Yeah, man. Yeah, she, she was a 16-year-old. She was a 16-year-old yeah. prodigy. Yeah. Stacey Lattisall, man. My sister used to yeah, love her. Oh, my God. And I, I got to hear her live. And that was one of the best concerts. I would have been to a lot of concerts. I mean, I have seen Chaka Khan. I would have seen Tina Turner. And that was one of the best concerts I've been to because it was free. <laughs> that helps. I know that's right. I know that's right. Well, listen, but this is what we have, though. We do have Ramsey Lewis Trio Christmas. Okay. We're actually yeah. playing it right now in the background. Yeah. And guess and guess and guess who brought who, who brought him up? You did. Who? Oh, I did. Yeah. Well, but I love I love Ramsey Lewis. I got his album somewhere. I got a whole bunch of albums while y'all talking about music. Remember, I told you about the studio. I still got that. Okay. So, man, you won't, you won't believe what happened, uh, Walter. That's why I ain't never say nothing. The people tried to jam both of my sons for having a studio from my taxes and all this, and they were crooks. And, oh, man. man. Yeah, then I had to step in and tell them I fund them because I do. I sponsored everything I did. And then they want to jump. I said, uh-huh, see there? I just imagine you'd have been out there helping people. They come shut everybody down and all that, grabbing people, talking about we did something wrong. See? Yeah, that's how people get caught so you, up, man. You got always been your toe, yeah. So when we get a chance, I, I, I invite you and we'll be there. But D-Lay been out here. Yeah. yeah. You been out there, man? Yeah. Okay. yeah he got, he got, it's, uh, it's a deal. Got, it's a deal. Yeah, they got relatives. Uh, I got relatives. My son told me the other day he's supposed to be in Ebo City while they talking about the young kids. Right. He's supposed to be doing a battle. He's doing a rap battle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I ain't into it. But if anything, keep him out there, you know, trouble and stuff. Yeah. It yeah. gives something positive to do where they can end the reaction. I think the other trouble comes from people pushing that. You know, you get those agitators in there trying to say, I don't like that. I don't yeah. like this. And then they go to pushing people yeah. and making them do stuff. And then they get the old uh, black people scared. Somebody say, oh, y'all need to quit. Y'all making them people upsetting the people. <laughs> we always upset and we always uh, terrified. So what we going to do? We do what we can and we do it the best we can. And it usually come out pretty good if they just let it go and leave us alone and put good people over the, you know, the process. I've never seen it fail. That's why I was telling you about the experience in Washington D.C. I mean, right. there was not. I didn't see one kerfuffle, as Judge Judy said. <laughs> kerfuffle. Yeah, we got to see if we can spill that kerfuffle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, Ronnie. It's been a pleasure for you this whole year, man. If I hadn't had you guys, I. I might have would have jumped off of that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm, but, yeah, no, I'm just you know. I'm glad they put the saying. fence up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'll put this. They'll cut the trees down so you can't hang yourself, jump off. They'll do anything to make you suffer through this stuff. But <laughs> I think we this year starting out, we should go in with the open minded of uh, doing stuff positively to affect this culture, basically like economically, socially, and politically. Because and they got to be together because these people are just taking us for granted, man. I, yeah. I said it years ago. If you're not gonna uh, train, and I got a teacher right now that's uh, messing with my granddaughter told her her math score was too high and she dropped it. Yeah, in schools, man. What? She got a 4.0 and I told her, I said, she's trying to just take your GPA down. I said, they did that to me in college. The dude 
tried to put an F on me and, you know, drop an ad. Walk with the yeah, so then, yeah. And so I, I always know, when I learned that, I said, oh, you can't beat me no more. When I first started, it was just, oh, you getting whooped up. You don't know the drop. <laughs> it just rushed me over, man. Right. Me over the cold, bro. I'm serious. So then when I learned that, I said, oh, no, you can't never. So I was just, hey, you yourself, you go check, pull my records. All y'all who think I'm talking about, I think I know something. Go pull my records, all age. And then I had this dude in political science wanted to give me an F because I was on TV and politicized, and I had to fight him with this. Uh, they took the elf off my record. I went back three months to check. He had to put it back on there. So that's the kind of power they put. Yeah, and I, and I told my son the other day that I go out there, they'd put it right back on now. See, so they want to do that. Crazy. He, he want to be known for doing some damage to me. Just like I told my granddaughter, mm. you're a prodigy, so she wants to be known. She wants to be patted on the bag for doing a little dirt. So that's, <laughs> how I, that's who you up against. That's why you get yours, and you don't have to act like that. You trying to get legendary by being yeah. evil to you? Well, they 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 know who she is. They know who they related to. That's some of that governor governor stuff. He come all the way down the line messing with people. They do that. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like. That's why I don't like Republicans. You have no business. And I'm gonna say this to get off this phone. I want to say it. The president that we got in there now is doing an excellent job, considering all the backlash, all the negativity. Yeah. Same thing Obama went through, but even worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care nothing about his past. It's, it's, it's right now where we live in. Right. And he's he been putting it in. He's been putting it in the work. So all I can see is these evil brothers he got that just sit there and talk about him, want to grab his son, want to shake him all up and do oh, all man. that. Just because they want a crook in the office, man. Nobody don't want no crooks, man. Y'all stop putting crooks. Why you didn't just leave uh, Tropicana? Not the ABC, Tropicana Mafia. Why you just leave the mafia alone? Hell. <laughs> That's how I look at it. You're going to come give one mafia for the other one. No, I don't think so. That's all it is, man. It is no uh, democracy in this here. How you going to just keep on working the system against everybody, making us pay all these taxes for the represent, for the, represent the president? I often wonder. And the governor. You ain't heard about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, all our tax sales, the budget on trips and... Mm-hmm. All that stuff he's doing, and he's he, trying to put like he's so good he could do both fronts. Well, I need to tell you, it's about a lot of homeless people and hungry and starving people and uneducated children in this state. So mm-hmm. there's three things right there you need to put on your plate. Absolutely. Whoever decided to do something. So, something, yeah. something very interesting. Discussion I had yesterday was about what happens in Israel, right, in, in Israeli-Palestine conflict. What happens when when the Palestinians, God forbid, are pushed entirely off their land? Oh God! What happens? What does? What what does? What what happens when? Anarchy! Anarchy! Total! Well, total anarchy! Because you just stole them people whole thing in front of everybody. You're trying to act like you weren't trying to steal it, but you was, and you did it. That's what that is. That's, <laughs> that's like what's going on. That's interesting. It, it, I'm going to tell you, when, it, when I was asked the question, my response was, what happened in Iraq? <laughs> what happened in Iraq? We started seeing pizza huts and everything else started popping up around there, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I yeah. kind of feel like that's about what's going to happen here. Oh, if, yeah, if, that's, well, that's... if that's what happens. I mean, if, if, it, if it goes south like this, like when it's already gone south, but if it really goes south, I think this is what's going to happen. And it's going to be a land grab. And, I was going to say that word. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a land grab, man. Because because now, you know, the, the, you know, there were a lot of lies that were told about who occupied that land and stuff like that. And there was never anybody on that land. Well, obviously, that's not true. We have film of people actually living <laughs> on the land. In the 1920s and 1910s, we have these things, right? Yeah, and so fast forward, you know, we see these things happen, and they're living in harmony. They're trading, they're doing all this stuff. Then all of a sudden, the, the question then becomes: after it's all war torn, war torn, and the provision has been made right now. If you watch, look at the news now, what 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 was said? Well, uh, we can't uh, we, we 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 can't figure out who's Hamas and who's not. 
so what do you do? Invisible man. So the question becomes, you know, because people are saying stop bombing these people like this, right? Because you're getting everybody. This not this this isn't collateral damage. This is collective punishment. Right, right. right. And as we look as we look further into what happens um afterwards, there are two things to look at. One is the collective punishment that leads to a choice that has to be made. Do you leave your land or do you stay? If you if you stay, you die. If you leave your land, you go to where you you're they're saying trying to make deals with Egypt and other places like that, and they're saying no, they need to stay right there. Uh-uh. Or they need something else, some other relationship need to be made. But if in fact the people are forced to go and go, you know, go somewhere else, that's genocide. So then yep. not not only do we have collective punishment, now we have genocide. So those two together don't do anybody any good. And you know, what we what we're seeing, and I understand again, here I say, you know, um, you know, after 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 the what happened on the seventh of October, you know, Israel had a right to defend itself. I mean, anybody would. Uh, but what happens? What happened subsequent to that? Were just a series of really bad choices of how to deal with this this thing and how we have dealt with it as a country, um, as, as an administration. Uh, has got to has got to change in terms of how we present it. Um, it has been a lot of times when you go to the press conferences, right? You watch press conferences. It's just been we stand with Israel, and okay, I get it. That's the policy, okay. But there's no there's no position or nothing that was stated uh, on the other side of that. You get what I'm saying? In order to say, yeah. but the human rights issues, we got we got to deal with these human rights. It was also playing into the power struggle because it is a power struggle between Hamas and the Palestinian Authority. Yeah, exactly. And that's the choices. Those yes. are the choices you have to make at this point. And we're wondering where they're going to come down on because, you know, when you talk about genocide, 20,000 deaths after October mm. 7th, you know, mm. now we're talking genocide. We're getting into some yeah. genocidal numbers. But when you're talking about land grabs, that's always been the plan. You know, ever since the Crusades, you know, they, they can talk a good game about religion, but it, at the end of the day, it was just a land grab. Right. And that, you know, is a power struggle. And we're going to see what happens going forward. But, you yeah. know, these are old issues that keep going around in circles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, be, but be Leo, well, I know you probably heard this and I get off. You remember when they said uh, it was one report, then they quickly took it off that net. And I think it's the guys net and Yahoo. Yeah. Over Israel, mm-hmm. yeah, he created Hamas, and then they say he had a, a problem it. with him, and they couldn't settle it. So that's why the 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 the, the, the little incident and insurrection jumped off in Israel. And yes. I think Walt is correct. They they that Israel is a, a mega tourist spot. Yeah, it, so, is. it is. Yeah, so after all this over, it'll be even mega. Mm-hmm. That's such a thing. <laughs> you say mega. Yeah, that's all they look for. I mean, you just made a new word. Ron, Ron, you made a new word. I love to do that. We're going to write that one down, Ron, and we're going to make <laughs> yes, sure we, we add the yes, ER yes, to sir. mega. Mega but, but, but look, we got Florida trying to turn to a spaceport. I heard it the other day again. Talking about uh, one of them. I don't know which one of these fools is doing it, but he said he's getting ready to send up uh, space flights. Like, it ain't too many years. Uh, Predating us, he's getting ready to right out of Florida. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be sending that little rocket straight up into wherever they sending it, and they come down just to the edge of, of space, right? Yeah, space tourism. Yeah. People, people want to do this. People got the money to do this and all that. I, I can't. That's just like I was telling somebody, and this is for real. Out here where I live, they got brand new houses. They cost five hundred thousand. And I was telling the lady the other day, probably wow. at the advance auto because she live out there too, and she said. I want to know who's paying that, who's living. I said, they might be AI lady. I don't, we don't even know what's going on. Oh, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you got corporate corporate running things up. They might have made a whole bunch of AI, put them over there. You think they paying rent, they ain't paying nothing. They just taking everybody's stuff. Under the off means you can't pay. See? Well, we got to be very diligent about things like that. I mean, I can't, I mean, I don't know where these people coming from, all these millionaires. 
Let's see what happens, Let them go away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, in the meantime, we have these people dying in the Congo, um, and, and the environmental stand, the environmental uh, uh, repercussions have been have been really bad, devastating. And uh, you have what fifteen thousand children, fifteen thousand children, according to uh, uh, Human Rights Watch, and and they are. A lot of them are being murdered in some cases because what they do is they take what they can to try to make a life for themselves in some way or for their families to get food. And then um, they go out there on the market. And one of these guys, you know, when these white guys says to them, hey, you know, we'll, we'll pay you for blah, 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 or whatever it is, if you just get it to us. And they manage to get it and they kill the child. Yeah, man. There have been many reports of that type of thing happening. Total exploitation, man. Child absolutely. labor, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I you know. Um, Is that where lithium coming from, Walt? What's that? Lithium. Lithium batteries. Mm-hmm. Lithium for the batteries. Yes. Yes, part of it. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, that, that, that I told you, they're enough for them cars. Yeah. They're enough for them new, the new cars. That's, that's why they racing the Congo to get all that over here to everybody else. So they can act like they George Jetson, like I said. Oh yeah. Well, the biggest thing, the biggest thing has been um, now. It, it always has been is diamonds, right? Yeah. I think on on this show, I actually I talked about a, I spoke of a conversation that I overheard one time um, uh, with these these fellows who were uh, coming down into the Congo, and there are some conflicts that are taking place amongst the neo colonials, right? You, t- you still have the Belgians that are there. Um, the Israelis, there are Israelis that are going there, some Israelis. Um, you have Belgians, and you have, uh, uh, I think it's just just straight Dutch people that are down there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are going at it amongst each other. And, and, and uh, they are giving arms to um, President Kabila Sr., um, mm. And Junior, of course, runs the second arm, if you will, of the of the country. So between the two, you know, we're not looking at a very a very uh, upfront or righteous uh, administration, if you will, or uh, what we call a regime. Yeah, that's in place. There. It's not good. It's not good. At all. No, we're watching elections there, Felix, Tessa, uh, Katie. The uh, president, he's uh, in the lead. The president, Felix, is in the lead. So we're looking to see what the results are. But like people in the diaspora, the people who are French and the people who are Belgian in South African descent and Canadians are voting in yes. Congo elections. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they need to take the African's point of view. We, we need ours. Y'all give it. Give us ours. You can get yours and get on and stop running over here taking it and robbing us and, and killing us for our own stuff. That's the same thing we talking about Israel. Yeah, yeah. Identical thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is what happens. This is what happens. Hey man, thanks, Ron. We appreciate you, brother. Merry Christmas to you, man. Thanks we love you, you, man. And your family, man. Love you more. That's All right. what we say to everybody. <laughs> hey, y'all have a good have a good one on me if you can. I don't All know. right. <laughs> hey, most people have it at my expense. Have a good one on me. All right, all right, all right. We'll do. Peace, brother. <laughs> we will do that. Thank you. <laughs> Peace, man. Right. Hey, don't forget, uh, we'll come get, I'm coming to get you, Mabilay, and bring y'all out here to the studio this year. Yes. We're going gonna to get this thing cranking. I already got people. Uh-oh. All right. Yeah. We're going to get some style, music. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all already ready. You have, you you do the teach, the talking and teach part like what we're going to have Professor Griff and, and, and Walk and rap, sing, and everything. Yeah. 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 And I do something that it's going to be a terrible day. They're talking about Andre and Big Boy was terrible. Oh, boy. <laughs> you, better, you better get us together in that thing. And I got some boys. My boys make beats. They don't play with that. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're going to brainstorm. Let's, Let's brainstorm. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what we'll call it the brainstorm. We'll call it the brainstorm. Yeah. Hey, yeah, the new brainstorm, too. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Y'all have a good one. I got you, too. All right, brother. Peace. See you on the other side, bro. Yeah. All right. See you on the other side. All right. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three. We got some calls, Walter, here on the Sunday <laughs> Forum for Christmas Eve. Let's see what we got. Go Let's ahead, caller. You're on the air. Uhuru. 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 What's, What's going on, on, Brother African? 
Uh, you know what it is. Up the snuff, need about a half a dip. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> uh, Somebody been watching some seventies movies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my father, my father, eighty five years old, man. <laughs> all right. God bless him, man. God bless him, man. We 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 get some of that kind of talk every now and then. Yep. Um, yep. I really really appreciate the program, man. Um, one of the things that is so important about the Senate Forum and Patrick Mobili's uh, contribution to it, along with your leadership, Walter, is the fact that we talk about issues germane to our community uh, in a lot of these shows, and um, it's, it's, I, I can't even stress. Uh, I can't over stress or over express how important it is that we talk about us. You know, you know, them, uh, you know our uh, you know colonizers talk about them and those, the, the things that matter to them all the time. I don't even know how much they talk about us. I don't know if they talk about Carter being offset to break up and you know Jonathan Majors conviction. Uh, oh man, I, guess I don't. I don't know how much they talk about R. Kelly, you know, but, you know, we, we talk about our colonizers, um, you know, a lot of times, um, we, you know, we, we just, instead of talking about us, and but so it's so, um, you know, delightful uh, when um, programs like the Sunday Forum uh, uh, do talk about us. Um, and I want to try to call it the last time so that I can get in, but I, I say that because um, one of the things that um, uh, I can't remember your new co-host name um Ms. Annie? who likes to cut people off yeah um she uh mentioned the the, the fugitive slave act right and I, I was i was really like almost on the edge of my seat um uh in anticipation that she would say uh not just what the, the colonizers said with the fugitive slave act but say something about the african response to it and that didn't happen so it was just Man, I would like to um, just just share that response because it's important. You know, it's an important kind of thing. If, if that's okay, um, uh, 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 there's this African named Martin Delaney. You familiar with? That? I know, I know you. I am. Martin Delaney. Yeah, yeah, Martin Delaney, right? And so it's just a tremendous kind of African, uh, you know, a soldier, uh, a serious kind of guy. So you know, they, they had this digital slave act, which uh, uh, what's, what's your co-host's name? The new co-host, Miss Annie. Said Miss Annie. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you know, so she she laid it out, you know, her her um her layout of what the Fugitive Slave Act um, entailed was 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 pristine. Um, but here, here here's the African response, right? It came from uh, Brother uh, Martin Delaney. He said, "Honorable Mayor, whatever ideas of li- this is a quote. Honor- I'm reading this is a quote. Honorable Mayor, whatever ideas of liberty I may have have been received from reading." the lives of your revolutionary father. I have therein learned that a man has a right to defend his castle with his life, even unto the taking of life. Sir, my house is my castle. In that castle are none but my wife and my children, as free as the angels of heaven, and whose liberty is as sacred as the pillars of God. If Mm. any man approaches that house in search of a slave, I care not who he may be, whether constable or sheriff, magistrate, or even judge of the Supreme Court. Nay, let it be he who sanctioned this act to become law, surrounded by his cabinet as his bodyguard, with the Declaration of Independence waving above his head as his banner, and the Constitution of this country upon his breast as his shield. If he crosses the threshold of my door and I do not lay him a lifeless corpse at my feet, I hope the grave may refuse my body a resting place and righteous heaven my spirit a home. Oh, no, he cannot enter that house and we both live. And African people, you know, even in the face of something as vicious as uh, 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 what's that guy's name? Millard Fillmore was the president of the United States at the time. You know, uh, even something like the Fugitive Slave, uh, even in the face of something that vicious, African people, you know, people of African people of some stature, uh, according to you know to to, to uh, you know uh, some folk, right? Uh, had had resistance 
on their mind, you know, and I just want to encourage uh, the Sunday Forum to keep the charge, keep the fire burning as we move into uh, another year, uh, into 2024, and every African who can hear the voice uh, and every, you know, colonizer who's ready to jump ship, jump ship from this sinking uh, colonial uh, 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 construct, mm-hmm. you know, ready to jump ship and join the rest of the people of the world. The, the, the right side of history, like, uh, let your motto be resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Henry Highland Garnett said, let your motto be resistance. And, you know, let's talk about us more than we talk about them as we move forward. All right, comrades, I appreciate you allowing hey, me. Yeah. 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 That, that, that was, that, hey, man, thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. That, that's, 100%. hey, man, thank you, brother African. Um, you know, yeah, and Delaney joined medical, Harvard Medical, the same year to feature the slave act. Yes, yes, and, and I'm going to tell you something. What he said is is, is right. What, what he said is right at every level. There's a defense of your home, a defense of your community, a defense of yeah. who you are. You don't want these things, infiltrators or people who mean you harm, to come into your space. And they're constantly trying to tell the fourth estate, the black fourth estate, you're not in the resistance, but we're in the resistance. Oh, man, listen, <laughs> we, we are definitely in the resistance. There's no question about that. Yeah, yeah. Back to the phone lines? Yes. You got some calls. Go ahead, call her. You're on the Sunday Forum. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Brother Walt? Yes. I'm all right. I'm all right. How you doing? Hey, uh... Uh, first and foremost, want to really thank you for allowing uh, allowing me and 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 uh, unity and disasters to participate in the think uh, yeah. a couple of weeks back. Amen. Um, and, uh, you you know, this is the first call, and that was a part. Uh, that was the spark, um, brother. I really appreciate the knowledge that you guys are putting out. Um, um, and I totally understand the need, but I just want to comment on something a couple callers was talking about. Just want to put my little one cent in it. Okay. Um, we were talking about, you know, the takeover of Palestine and all that. Um, if some of us who were like really active in the 90s and up to now, these wars that uh, we've been fighting, um, they would, they've pretty much been the era of the oil wars, OIL, wars. Where we're moving now are into the water wars. Case hmm. in point, Suez Canal controls a lot of commerce, trade. A lot of it was petroleum. We're moving toward. We're moving into a new era now. We'll always there'll always be a need for petroleum, um, but once and it ain't no maybe. But once the regime of Israel takes over, take just go ahead and take the land because genocide apparently ain't no thing for them. <laughs> They've seen the movie before. We name a lot of countries, uh, you know, uh, Leopold and Scramble for Africa and all of that. Definitely the natives here, they've seen the war. Um, so it's just, you know, removal. Mm. It's playing a game with people's lives. But once they take that land, that new canal they want to build, it'll shut off some of that revenue for, from the one way half a day and one the other way, the other half a day in the Suez Canal. And it'll give a lot of leverage and power to the regime that's doing what they're doing there now. That's part of the water wars. Also, Coca-Cola, I think they own like, oh, but 40% of all of the water rights more. So, mm-hmm. stay tuned. There's a lot, There's a lot to it. it. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it, appreciate it. There's a lot to it. There's a lot to it, man. A lot to consider that we didn't think about, and, the, and we don't think about, yeah. right? Um, these projects have been, you know, key projects to, for those who are seeking 
ascendancy over there, you know, and they use these projects to, I mean, the Suez Canal was a tool between the superpowers. Is how Britain lost its superpower status after that Suez Canal crisis. Back to the telephone lines. We're running out of time. Walter here on the Sunday Forum. Go ahead, caller. You're on. Well, you know, I have to say Merry Christmas. Uh, and, <laughs> we knew this was coming. Read. You are within the norms.com. Brother, you ought to see this last article we published, the last two articles we published this morning. We asked for a resignation of the DEA. Uh, head director, Ms. Ann Milgram, she has run a criminal enterprise. And and you see the work, the, the type of uh, stuff that she's using, a, a, a technique called money balling. And she actually calls it that. It's a baseball yeah. technique. So people need to understand how your baseball strikes out your doctor and sends your, uh, and strikes out your medical care and sends your doctor to prison. And it's called money balling. This is the most outrageous thing. We and Joe Biden needs to fire her. There's the head of the Ann Milgram, and it really shows you that this whole thing has been a hoax and a targeted design against healthcare providers in this country. Have a happy New Year, a, a, a Merry Christmas, and all those other good things. You know, Police Navi dot everything, <laughs> and you are within the norms dot com. Read. You are within the norms.com. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Amen. Hey, thanks, Doc. We appreciate that. Hey, listen. Gotta look out for money balling. Yeah, money balling. Money balling. Got one more call before we get out. I don't know if we can do it, man. Uh, quickly. Let's, let's, let's go ahead. Let's, let's try it. Let's try <laughs> we got it. a few minutes. One minute. Go ahead, call her quickly. Uh, Chris Steiner, Clearwater here. Uh, a couple weeks ago, when Annie Miles, your co host, just uh, cut me off, just as I was about to make a point. In regards to economics, that uh, the previous caller said is the, the highest priority. He listed it as the highest priority. And it's, uh, it has to do with the Cleveland Clinic study. I'll uh, post it on your Facebook page, Walter, for this uh, live stream. And um, the, the title of the article out of the Cleveland Clinic is uh, Effectiveness of the Coronavirus Disease 2019 Bivalent Vaccine where the Cleveland Clinic studied 51,000 of their own employees and found that the more booster shots you got, that the more likely you were to have COVID. So the underlying point is that it's, according to many other studies, driving down our immunity, and that results in people having more disease, which means, of course, economically that hurts us, but that's a, that'll be a drive to eliminate cash as more people are experiencing more infection. Okay, okay. Right. Hey, Thanks man, a whole lot. Whatever. Hey, thank you, man. <laughs> we appreciate the call. Cleveland Clinic. Oh, we'll, we'll follow up. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us here on the Sunday Forum. And um, in the world of possibilities. A world of possibilities. Yes, sir. Hey, listen. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Please be safe. Please love on your loved ones. And love those people you don't know. Give love. Yeah. Give love on Christmas Eve, man. And and listen, um, uh, do everything you can to support those who are less fortunate than you are. Um, please, please pray for those people who are less fortunate than you are around the world. And forgive. And as always, from my voice to the radio waves, to the hearts and the minds of the people, we love you. And there's not any thing you can do about it right here on the Sunday Forum. Post-Marty Hoot, Nanny. Yeah.